by introducing myself and um, I'm not going to mute anybody else as long as we, you guys can hear me. We don't hear any background noise and you guys can mute yourself as you wish. My name is Kellen Coleman. Online, my profile, depending on where people see me, it could be Kellen Cash, Cash with a K. Uh, media and social media, we've built our business off of it at Coleman Public Relations and Consulting Firm. And we've also gone by another name of Top Notch Inc. Uh, Media Incorporated. Currently, we represent a few of the black YouTubers, some people's favorite, some people's favorite to hate. Um, the biggest in the black space is the African Diaspora channel, which has over 500 million views on one channel. We have another 44 million on another channel, and there's two other smaller channels as well. And the main channel, the African Diaspora News channel, has over a million subscribers. Social media is something that, I mean, I, I kind of grew up with the computer in the house, even though my wife says I'm ancient. I said I still had a computer. <laughs> I, I, was one of the, <laughs> I, I was one of the, you know, the, the first uh, generation to be able to, you know, get on the the um whatever was out but i remember the aol disc so AOL chat. We were talking, yeah so when we're talking about social media and having our own platform this topic really hit my heart because this is the space that for my for my business we focus on a lot and because i have other businesses as well that we all need social media. Even in our healthcare businesses, we need social media presence and it doesn't have to be huge, but we just need to find our tribe. Mm -hmm. The question does, do we need our own social media? Um, I'd be crazy to say, no, we need to stay on, you know, the, the, the masses, the white peoples, whatever you want to call it, social media. <laughs> you know, I, it would be crazy to come on, you know, this network and say that and say, no, we just need to say where we're at. I probably sound like an old um, president from the continent that was already paid off. Um, as you see, my Cameroonian jersey, I, 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 my wife is from Cameroon. My roots go to Cameroon, Nigeria and Mali. And we have, um, you know, investment in the in Cameroon. And so I, I really can't wait for Bia either, either to step down or die, either one. Uh, <laughs> he's one of those leaders that I talk about. But um, with the social media, yes, we do need our own. The problem that we find is that our people who are making money online, it's gonna be hard to move them without replacing the money. I know right now we have Black Junction TV uh, Black Junction TV is 100% black owned. I know the owners um, for all of its, you know, greatness and it, it's come through a lot. It has not been supported financially. And that's what we're going to talk about. We can build something, but if we don't support it financially, it doesn't mean anything because it's hard to compete with Google, if not damn near impossible, because they, the way that they throw you, you know, the algorithm throws you in the way back. Mm -hmm. So to say that, yes, we do have our own. There's been other things like Black Spot, I think it was called, but it, it's just difficult. And this is going to be, you know, just me saying what we do have, what we can do, and then feel free, we can, you know, have um, dialogue. 
But to do that, we have to support. Every YouTuber out there right now has some type of platform like patreon.com. I will use the African diaspora as an uh, example, and I'll also use Dynastamir search for Uru as an example. With a million plus subscribers for the African diaspora, there's at, on the best day, 1,500 Patreon people who give two to five dollars and some choose to give more. You only need to give two dollars to be a member. There's also a Facebook membership and a YouTube membership. For the Patreon, which allows contributors to pay a monthly fee of $2 and up, however they choose, they get to see the content first. There's exclusive content and all that. I just say that for those who may not be familiar. And if I say something that's elementary, just tell me, hey, we already know that and I will jump forward. Now go what, for it, brother. You're doing great. Okay. What we really need is for, and I'm just using um, the African diaspora because they are the most watched black news network on YouTube. And that's YouTube saying that not black enterprise that sometimes can get that wrong, but mm -hmm. that's a first uh, hookup and I'll leave, I'll leave it at that. We work with all black media that will work with us. We have six or seven different contributors on that platform that we pay monthly and we do that so smaller YouTubers can build up. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to build a network even over there and having, even though it's on YouTube's platform, but that platform alone has special privilege in the YouTube space because of the um, relationship we have with YouTube. I'm right here in Seattle. I can go talk with Google. I can go talk with Microsoft. I can go, go talk with Facebook and all that. And so with those relationships that I had, I've been able to mesh and say, we need a different relationship with YouTube. And with that, the search for Uru, Dynasty Mir's platform, this brother goes to Africa probably about every other month at least. And his platform probably at best, last time I checked, had about 50 uh, supporters at best. Now, some could say, oh, that's because he's not offering what others are offering. Maybe that's true. Maybe it's that we as a people don't support each other the way we should, the way we want to be supported. We all have had a project, I'm sure, out there where we've asked family to support us and we're surprised that family won't buy our book. Our family won't, you know, buy our, our music. That's just kind, kind of how it goes. But we're pushing. If we could get 3,000 people on the African Diaspora News Channel to contribute $2 and up, we actually wouldn't need YouTube's revenue and we would say a lot more that, because YouTube, if you say too much, as it was said last week, they can block you off or demonetize you. We go through the demonetization. Many of the videos get demonetized. So that's why we need the money. If we had 3000 solid supporters, we'd be like, forget that. And we could even build on to, onto the team. So we have some of the tools. How do we do it ourselves? Is we create things like Black Junction or we just support Black Junction financially, whether that be a business, an organization, or a government. It, it, I mean, a government could use black uh, uh, outlet like Black Junction to push whatever you know issue they have, even if it's propaganda. Right here next to me, I have a server. I have my own server because I used to work for the uh, the, the company, and it and it's called Synology. 
And with the Synology server, it's a box about this big. Um, this is what a lot of your government agencies use so they don't have to, you know, follow certain rules and things are private. Synology is the best server company out there, private server company. And mm -hmm. I say that not because we get along um, or that they're paying me anymore. It's because it's been tested, proven, and even their competition, and they're a Taiwanese comp company, even their competition, the people who support them have told me that personally. But a lot mm -hmm. of government agencies use this, and what we need to do is look into having our own servers to have anything. If we mm -hmm. don't have our own servers, we are then a slave so let's say we got a black junction and we're doing it all ourselves, but now we're a slave to whoever server that we're on. So some people might be on Amazon's, which is called AWS. AWS, it's like taking, you know, a hit of crack. I've never taken it, but they say it's addictive. I grew up in the 80s, so I saw it with my own eyes being in Oakland, California. So... It, it, you're constantly going to have to pay Amazon money, money, money. Mm -hmm. And who's to say they can't take you off? If you were on Synology server, nobody can control what you're doing, how you're doing it. It is going to take money, though, to have your own Synology server. The cheapest mm -hmm. server for, for Synology is about $150, and, and you don't have all the tools that you need. The $1,500 server, you probably don't necessarily need to start off with but it's not a bad investment plus you need someone who is certified in this um software because mm -hmm. this is going to protect you and whatever is coming through they can't kick you off synology mm -hmm. has never worked even though they have government clients and i know that for a fact they have never worked with the government um because their whole thing is privacy so i say all of that to say we first need to understand the technology that we're demanding and asking for and we have so many people coming out of the hbcus who know this stuff i mean it's not like it's hard to find a company that knows how to use these servers um, we used to take two computers and make servers when i went to grambling and to run our own um thing and it was mm -hmm. just because we had a good mentor who showed us how. So mm -hmm. with all that being said, yes, we do need our own social media. Yes, we have our own social media. And can, there's others out there who are doing it. They just need to be financed. And we really need the help of those who, you know, have deep pockets. Because mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a, in short, that's my, my thing. And I'll open it up if anyone has a question. Right. Well, Colin, thank you very much. Uh, yes, and I, I want to say, and then, um, you, you know, I'm just here to give my my point of view and how influencers are already impacting the the black space. Sometimes we call it black YouTube. But the, the reason why things are taken down, um, especially if it's a violence on Facebook, on YouTube, um, you know, you can see violence on all these platforms but it's how the algorithms and everything picks up sometimes people are reporting these things um sometimes it's you know your your own family members who don't want to see these things and saying this is gruesome uh, i know facebook does, says they don't want to show violence on facebook and they you know mm -hmm. the, if facebook and youtube really um they, they kind of pick and choose Mm -hmm. And sometimes you have to take them to court like Willie D did to, you know, um, have have justice because 
The same thing that we can put on a million plus YouTube channel, somebody with 50,000, they're, they're not going to be able to keep it on. First, mm -hmm. they'll demonetize it and won't let it be seen in the algorithm. And then they can take it off. I've known people to have their channel taken off for things that, I mean, it's just ridiculous. And you're like, wait, mm -hmm. we did that. But mm -hmm. because we make YouTube, Facebook so much money and we have a thing, you know, we have YouTube managers and you have these different managers inside that they can kind of look out for you. That's mm -hmm. not to say that, oh, we have to, you know, pump up one platform, but the, the point of the African diaspora news channel is to have other folks be at a million too. Uh, the, mm -hmm. the creator of that is not, he doesn't want to be on an island by himself mm -hmm. because he knows that's the person they take out first. So mm -hmm. we're trying to create an island for all these content creators. And we work with so many. Um, the, the, the difficult part is gathering the audience and what people want to see. When we have meetings like this, talking about, you know, things that could really help out the community, our own don't want to see it. You know, there's a minority that want to be enriched and that just might be human nature, but we also have to ask ourselves, what are we watching daily? Are we only watching violence coming from right. wherever? Are exactly. we watching exactly. something that can en en enrich us? Because I have on that channel over a hundred interviews and we, and we probably do a lot more than that of business owners coming on from different different segments this diversified mm -hmm. game even podcast that i do it i have an entrepreneur i have a, the only black woman who owns a nascar team you mm -hmm. know less than mm -hmm. ten thousand people listen to that um interview but if i put something where you know i have a someone like an artist or a, a rapper that can go through the moon and it's like that on everyone's platform so let's mm -hmm. ask us during these times where everybody's watching more youtube than ever mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. being able to deliver more of a positive aspect of what's available what are we watching and you know um and, uh, correct right i totally agree so so any questions or comments or how we can you know have more or YouTubers come together. I'm I'm here, you know, for that on the social media side because the financial side is uh, uh is, it takes a different skill set. Um, all I know is venture capital and angel investors and my own money, and I don't mm -hmm. like vultures. Mm -hmm. And the mm -hmm. angels are are you know they, mm -hmm. they don't really want to get behind us like we like. I will say this though, when it does come to money, there is money out there. You have to be willing to play their game. And personally, I'm at a place where I don't want to play their game. Mm -hmm. We want to do it mm -hmm. on our own. And as big as we grow, that's that's fine because we've mm -hmm. had without, without limitation, right? Yeah, we we've been offered millions of dollars even at the African Diaspora News Channel, and mm -hmm. we said no. And even I've had other businesses here in Seattle where they're like, "We'll give you X amount of dollars," and we've said no because. Mm -hmm. It's not, um, you know, they, they always want us to do something that's not natural. Oh, of course. And, yeah. And that's so, kind of what so happened yeah. to BET. BET eventually got whitewashed as well. Uh, so you can see how it changed over the years uh, with that being, uh, you know, the number one competitor against MTV back in the day uh, is prime example. But um, we do have African governments. Uh, that's a part of the Echoist Nation, 
that has offered to support a platform for uh, people in the diaspora to look at uh, doing business in the continent and being able to help foster uh, some of the big ideas that are coming out of America as far as uh, what we're able to bring to the table. Uh, I can't say so much for uh, other nations, uh, the Caribbean islands and, and the South Americans, but I do know uh, there are quite a few uh, people in the diaspora that uh, is looking at uh, what Ambassador Adu and his finance minister was ready to put in place for us uh, uh, to, to get this investment fund program off and running. And that's a part of the jumpstart of the African Industrial Revolution, which uh, the telecommunications part has a big major play into that. Uh, and especially when you come to getting platforms up that could uh, aid into uh, the campaign itself that could help drive the campaign. And uh, so, yes, I, I think we're coming together at the right time. Uh, and especially uh, with a down market like this, it gives us that extra time uh, to be able to come together as a collective and uh, and definitely start speaking out to uh, the leader, uh, President Adu. And I think Senegal is following right behind uh, Ghana right now with, with getting these platforms up in place for the diaspora. And of course, you know, last year with Mark the Year of Abode, uh, Ghana generated a lot of money from the diaspora. And now they see the big picture where this could really ultimately lead to uh, offering an alternative for uh, Africans in the diaspora to really uh, come to, to Africa to, to work and, and, and do other things to help help us forward. So yeah, I mean, I yeah, it's very it's very nice to uh, to hear about what the you know African diaspora China is doing. That's really encouraging. I think there's still room for growth. Uh, really looking forward to how we can collaborate. But that brings me to another question, which is, uh, um, you know, what what is the African diaspora channel able to do towards the uh, creation of like a social media platform for just our own, right? Like. How are you able to come in to assist in pushing that forward? Or is it going to have to be the other way around? Is it going to have to be a social media platform is developed and then contribute to the uh, African diaspora channel? Or can it be vice versa? Well, we are, we are working on, uh, and if people join the Patreon or the YouTube or the Facebook, or they can even go to the website, and they can join and there's there is other content that will never be shown on YouTube, even though we're using YouTube server. Um, and, 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 it's, and it's a build up. The one thing about the creator of the channel who I met when he had about 400,000 subscribers is he is the media guy. He doesn't have all the pieces of the puzzle for everything. Um, he, he's not the activist out on the streets because he's creating the stories that are done on the streets. And so with that, we have so many contributors. Some are activists. Uh, Brother uh, Derek Muhammad is a activist and contributes on, on the channel as much as he, he'd like and has time for. Uh, um, in a perfect world, for me being, you know, someone who plays with businesses like we used to play with toys, I would love that. And there are things on the table. 
and it's always a uh, a money uh, limitation because we would need to hire certain people, you know, to to do certain things. And those people don't come cheap. I mean, the server that I talk about, it you know, it you can buy the server, but then to keep it updated is you know that's a sixty thousand dollar a month fee possibly i mean i know how you can make it cheaper but if you were to just go to someone and say hey i want you to keep this server up that's the fee that they're going to say this is what it's going to cost and we're going to need this we're going to need that we can always build slow but in it we we would love to do things like that and it's a push that i push um at least every month to say let's do more Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, just, so yeah, I see. I see what you mean, and I, I think your approach is uh, is is a little bit gentle, and it, it makes sense. It's it's a business approach. I think it's a, it's a, it's a sensible approach for now because you're not so much of an activist, so to speak. But I think there's a, there's been an awakening, right? And there's a movement now towards uh, total independence. We know that the system exists. We know that this system wasn't built entirely for our kind. And what we're trying to do is actually, uh, you know, create a wake-up call for the masses that are actually waking up on their own, take mm -hmm. advantage of that mass awakening, and, and actually build a system that is, uh, you know, might struggle in the beginning, but would eventually become self-sufficient. It's mm -hmm. happening, right? Uh, uh, while we can also still depend on servers for our content and all that, we do believe that there's a way that we can do a distribution, that we can a distributed exactly. network, right? Mm -hmm, that, mm -hmm. that can actually be self-sufficient. And if that system survives, uh, you know, you wouldn't need to host a server. Everybody in the network wouldn't need to host a server. Just maybe a couple of key locations would have a server, but it will be self-sufficient in the sense that it's going to be a closed system and it's going to be uh, responsible for its own advertising and all that stuff. There's this, there's actually value in numbers. It's, it's going to be integrated into this whole social uh, platform, this network platform that we're talking about here, which is going to be a closed system. It's not going to be like BET where everybody's mm -hmm. invited. It's actually right. going to be for us. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean that that could that could happen too. I always the the reason I say the server in case they ever knock off. You know, and you had said blockchain, and that would be awesome. Um, is just what we have now, the technology that many people can just buy on Amazon that yeah. my server can talk to my other server in Cameroon. And so if anybody came to run into this um, house and take this server, it, it, would, uh, it would talk to the other one. The black backup system uh, in place. The redundancy is, is, is crucial. And if we had everybody who had their own, um, they, they couldn't take us out because we have seen during an adpocalypse how they knocked out many of YouTubers. Um, and we've even seen outside of our community of Alex Jones, how they just wiped him off of everything. So we have to think that our time is coming and, and peace prepare for war. Right. Oh, so sure. it's a part of, uh, part of active warfare in order to survive in a hostile territory. Uh, Colin, uh, tell me about your experience with um, um, what's the gentleman's name uh, that bought up dot coms, uh, Byron Allen. Uh, a little bit about his, what well, he has been uh, conversing with you and about his experience and so forth with all of that. 
Okay, um, and, and I know what part that you liked of that that story, and I think this is something everybody should uh, jump on. Uh, it was a, a few months ago at NATPE, which is the biggest TV conference that happens in this country. Um, I got to talk with Byron Allen, and we, you know, and and he he was of course on panels and 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 just talking to him privately. Um, you know, the, what he did of buying these TV channels, no other comedian has done. I mean, Kevin Hart has, you know, tried to start his network, Dame Dash, as well. But we really have to look at, he, he, he mortgaged, you know, he almost defaulted somebody um, has some background. Some feedback, a little feedback. Yeah. Is it possible everyone could mute their phones or tap devices, please? Sure. And so, so Byron, you know, if you don't know his history, buying all these things and you can YouTube that and, and see him on different channels talking about how he bought these networks. But what I, I find even um, more interesting or as interesting is how he bought the domain names. And right now, what we were talking about were how .Africa is available. But as soon as .Africa became available, you couldn't buy anything in dot Africa. JetBlue, Southwest, Bank of America, they all had it before you had a chance. And then if you had your own name, GoDaddy would tell you you cannot, you cannot buy, even if it's your own name, your own company name, they say it's unavailable. There is a way around that um, through companies. It's not something that you can just quickly, you know, do because you almost sometimes we had to call um, and, and find out who would sell this. And so Byron Allen bought all these domain names and made money, not just on the networks, but the, the, oh, if you can mute, I don't know if that person can even hear us, whoever that is, but can you the network due to him uh, here, I think. The number will start with the one eight something. Okay. The, the, to, to me, the net, the, the TV stations are all online. That's where we're, we're going. And, and my company, we, you know, we, we talked with the Viacom 15, 20 years ago about where TV was going. If we know where TV and media is going, we can then, I don't know who that is. Hey, Colin, give me a second here. Hey, uh, any uh, listeners, if, if you could please mute your uh, your uh, your mic while Colin is speaking, and then if you have something to say uh, in the conversation, then you can un unmute your device. Uh, so, but for meanwhile, just mute your device so that way we don't have any distortion in the background. Yeah, I don't. I I muted them uh, for the ones that I couldn't see, and I'll unmute them uh, later. But to you know, the technology really starts with us because if we own the domain names and the content because you know even with um with that we could start a network and you can have your own network where you can say what you want to say on your website really what's what's going to happen and it's already happening is we have to know the difference between what youtube does and the subscription base the transactional uh base the advertisement based, and I can go, you know, you can YouTube and find out the difference, but we're going to have to go to a subscription base until the advertisers will deal with us. Cause right now they won't deal with us in this country. We just pitched a TV, sh uh, TV show 
a black TV show in um, the UK. They don't have a black TV show. The only black thing that they cater to is like BBC, I think one extra or something like that. So our people are going to have to support. And the, the difficult part in that is if Netflix is $7 and let's say Damon Dash is asking for $12, you're going to compare what Netflix is doing compared to what Damon Dash is doing. And I'm not saying, you know, Dame Dash is going to have as much content, at, but we need a Dame Dash to connect with the YouTubers, to connect with a Black Junction. So it's like an all-in-one pass. Government does it all the time. I'm part of the Chamber of Commerce in Seattle. With my chamber, I get another membership to a different group that I would have never known about. And we just have to have that type of connection because they're giving me ad dollars and how to spread that. That's kind of creative and we have to know each other. Personally, I reach out to everyone. I've never been able to reach out to a Dame Dash, but, but bigger than a Dame Dash, I'd like to reach out to an African TV network. And we're, we're pushing just now for Kenya. We just got a meeting through another company to say, hey, we want to be on TV in Kenya. I've tried it in Malawi. People say, no, we, we're only concerned what goes on in Malawi. Well, Mulibonji, okay. We, 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 we have nothing else to talk to about because you don't understand where TV is going. You see where it's at, but you don't understand the inner workings of where it's going. And so with that said, we just need to, if you know somebody and we can connect, we can make it work money-wise. Money should be the least of our our worries if we work together and I'll, I'll be quiet hey money you have anything you'd like to say no no thank you i think he went in deep i'm not good on social media things the only thing i'm good on is what i saw on youtube or on tv on news and i don't really know the mechanic behind it uh, so I'm not I'm not good on that, but I want to ask him. I have prepared a couple questions for him, uh, and bring them together. Uh, the first question is, um, what have you done for Africa and Africans in general? When I say Africa again, remember I mean anyone who's black. What have you done for black community or Africans? Is that towards that towards me? Yes, you are a special guest today. Okay, yeah. What is yours? Well, what what I what I have done um, personally, I'm not satisfied. I'd really have I'd have to think. One of my um, proudest moments of recent is bringing 30 people to Kenya, and that was a joint effort. But we brought 30 people to Kenya because of, and, and the way we did it was we went to Ethiopia the year before. Last year, when we brought the 30 people, I said, my client doesn't have the money to keep going to Africa, plus his audience wants to go with him. When I read the emails, that's, we want to go, we want to go. So we partnered with the Black-owned tour company, and we did something that my company had did in government contracting, where if we bring so many people, we can then bring the media house and make a documentary out of this, and bring 30, we brought 30 people to Kenya and we had 30, I'll say 29 black Americans, um, 
28 black Americans, one from the UK and one Mzungu who actually came. He didn't even know what he was coming on. He was just coming with his friends. And I, I almost think they set him up. But that was crucial because you need to go see Africa and they got to see it. Now they saw five-star Africa staying at the Kapinski and staying at the villa in Mombasa, but that was probably like the, the proudest moment. Um, when I go to a country, I want to know some of the language beforehand as much as I can. And I also want to leave something there. So there's some people in Kenya and Cameroon, we're working on things where, you know, some things, are, are medical and, and they are medical because my wife is a physician and being from Cameroon, her thing was I always have to give back. So it doesn't take a lot to create a clinic in Cameroon, but you have to have the right people. So we're now found the right people and how we're doing that is we're, we're finding partnerships. If we put all the money in, we don't know what's gonna happen. But if I make a nurse a, a partner in Cameroon or any country, they're gonna have more stake. And there's plenty of money to, to share. Um, uh, by the way, uh, before yeah. he goes away, or before he goes on, when he says Mzungu, for those who do not know, it means uh, European. That's Swahili word. Mzungu means Europeans or white. Can I give a follow-up question to what uh, Imani said, which is uh, when you're saying we, because I hear you saying a lot of we, and also I have seen that you've posted uh, this link to the uh, African Diaspora News Org, on YouTube. Actually, I'm a member of that. I'm actually a patron of uh, Brother Phil. So when you say we, are you speaking on behalf of the African diaspora uh, or are you talking about another we entirely? I am talking about we as a people because no, none of us do this alone. I have my own um, team members um, and for Phil, I, I'm the business manager over there. So anything business related, uh, even in interviews, it goes through us. It goes through um, me or somebody on my team. So that, that's the we that I'm talking about. That's interesting that you're the business manager for the African diaspora. That's, that's great. That's great. Congratulations. That man is doing a lot of good work there. But yeah, I, I think I agree uh, that we, we definitely need to take this uh, that far. I have one question. I don't know if Imani is done. I'll probably ask my question after he's done. Go ahead, Imani. Yes, my second question is, what are, what are you planning for our community, Black people community? Well, in, in short, we're, we're planning to make it available to those who want to go to the continent and find out where they're going to be treated best, where they best fit in. If we're honest, you know, there's going to be people who just visit and that's fine. And there's going to be people who want to relocate. But to me, if you want to relocate, what we don't want is you to be broke and relocate. We ha you need to be able to set up a business and not be looking for a job. One of my friends in Cameroon, Churchill, he is the ND.com in Africa. And that's what Forbes and the BBC says. You can go. He's the number one job agent in Africa. That, that's his company is um, his company is funded by a Canadian VC, and so I want Black Americans to go there and say whatever my skill set, whether I was a plumber or whether I was you know uh, Wall Street 
Wall Street uh, executive, whatever, that they can um, set up a business there that's beneficial. We don't want a bunch of, you know, black people coming back to the Africa, being colonizers and taking advantage uh, of the, the people just because you have, you know, two dollars. So my thing is, it's, it's a righteous push in finding the right people. There'll be a time where it's a mass exodus. We, we know that. There'll be a time where folks will be running. There's going to be a time the Americans are running to Mexico, trying to jump over that wall that they, they're building. But we want to set up right now what we can set up. And, we can, and there's plenty of uh, Made in Africa project. By they have, um, they, have, um, they have a, uh, I'm sorry, I'm trying to mute people at the same time. Made in Africa project. Uh, there's so many different Africa projects that these certain YouTubers are highlighting that people can get in. There was just a project this week that for $200, you could buy a plot of land in Nigeria um, for $200. And they had over, I think it was 15 people, as far as I saw on the stream, jump on that. And I'm part of that group right now that can see what's going on. And it's been vetted by Nigerians and in America and abroad. The woman mm -hmm. running it is in the UK. Right. But, uh, she's, a, she's a Nigerian. But these are some of the plans. We need to set up business. We need to be able to have those businesses have us make a living on the continent so we're not trying to, you know, do a GoFundMe while mm -hmm. in Africa saying mm -hmm. support mm -hmm. my life. Mm -hmm. Now, speaking of that, Brother Collins, uh, I, I know you had mentioned the fact that uh, you've been working with some folks there in Nigeria, so we would definitely need to collaborate a little bit because I am uh, very close friends to uh, the king of Emu region, uh, which is uh, Victor Agbana. And uh, Victor uh, currently right now has been looking to develop that region uh, as an overall uh, initiative plan to get more uh, people here in the diaspora interested in doing business in that region. So yeah, let's talk about that further uh, at, at some point in time. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the, the, all this information, I could send 100 links or I could put something together and say, these are some of the people that we're doing business with and you can disperse them through the whole group at once. None mm -hmm. of this is a secret. If it was, I wouldn't even talk about it because that type of business is 419 and mm -hmm. that type mm -hmm. of game we ain't playing. Mm -hmm. And that falls definitely in line with uh, First Lady Ambassador Eric Hanna, uh, her goals and initiative to develop uh, the Rwanda uh, movement uh, and initiative over on the mother continent too. So uh, yeah, very well. That's coming in at a, at definitely at a right time. Um, I mean, I would, I would definitely say that it's. I mean, it's a good initiative uh, for me. Uh, not a pessimist in, by any means, but uh, I'm trying to consider the uh, uh, the weight of what we're going through, and I'm saying you know it's a little bit too early almost like saying the same thing about you know buying servers and all that it's good it's good for today probably the only thing we can do uh so it's good that some people are doing it we really uh encourage them and we're glad that they're doing it probably they're going to be our predecessors but what i'm saying is it's almost like it's too early because thinking about if you if you remember the old oklahoma wall street situation where in, we're inside a system that doesn't necessarily want us to you know be successful 
whether it's here or back home in the motherland. So that has to be remembered as part of the equation. Otherwise, we're just going to uh, recreate the wheel that was destroyed in the recent past. So yeah, definitely buying land is going to be is going to be part of uh, you know uh, the resources within the network, the new network. Uh, buying land is going to be one of it. Uh, Self-sustainability is also going to be one of the main key components of the new network. So it's going to be part of it. So my, my question, uh, I know it, you don't have to answer right now because I know a lot, a lot of people are still asking questions, but it's going to be in this form. Like, are you able to connect the tech world together? Because the African tech world needs to come together at first. So you got, you got some following. You got some following. Everybody, uh, a couple of people here have got some great following. Uh, uh, Brother Raz, everybody. Uh, are we able to actually connect our tech world? It's actually ours right now, but it's disaggregated. We need to consolidate our tech world. It's like consolidating our intelligence. Our tech intelligence is very important. Finance, finance is also going to be important, but tech is one of the most uh, important ones right now because our resources are, are being used on a global scale, uh, not, really, uh, not really being respected the same way they're being used, but they're definitely being utilized on a global scale. We want to be able to tap into that a little bit as much as possible without distracting them from what they're doing. But you know, from your following, start thinking about it. Are you able to connect that tech base that you have to other tech bases that are in other places to you know, bring some good stuff up? We definitely are because YouTube is a powerful tool. I think for, for me, I have, um, I, I'm, a, I'm a dreamer. And in the dream, I want to put it on paper and write the vision down and make it plain. And, um, and, and I want to, you know, as your name reference, you know, should I give praise? I got it right. Um, I want to give give praise to what the YouTubers who all started from, you know, their house and just talking, but we could connect it very easily, but they need to see the value and have the funds to be able to go to the conferences like Afrotech that happens mm -hmm. in Oakland. Now that's not, you know, I say that all the time. Hey, let you guys, let's go to CES. That's going to be, you know, if they, do it right that's going to be you know 2500 and up for them to go get the flight the hotel eat if they have a camera person so they show it in a certain way that people are used to seeing it we represent not just black youtubers so i know the difference and i know the difference between doing black content and representing somebody like lovely t who you know gets a hundred thousand videos on, on her videos, every video she does, talking about gossip. But her news channel doesn't get the same love. So to her, she's like, hold on, I have kids, I have a family. Am I gonna worry about this news channel and be you know, vilified by people and have a stalker, which she does, which the FBI has never done much about. And I've talked to him about that. Um, are the, are, am I going to focus on the news or am I going to focus on this celebrity gossip that is going to get me, you know, my money? And that, that's a decision that influencers have to make. But Afrotech has been there. CES, South by Southwest. It's not difficult to get these people. If they even don't get on stage, we can boom, we can rush like a like a Delta. We can knock down the door and get on stage because we'll have we can have the following show show up. And, and film and say, look, we're trying to be a part of this. Even this was the first year that a black YouTuber was going to NABJ. And now that's going to be virtual. So it's not going to be the same effect and they're not going to go. But NABJ is something that 
we need to be allowed on these stages. If I'm being very clear, when I call certain black media that's been sometimes bought and paid for, they do not want to even hear what I'm talking about. They're like, nah, that's, that, that's too black for us because they have white advertisers. They don't want to piss them off. They don't want to get that money ripped away from them. So it's, it's just the challenge of having the funds to do everything. Because I can spend, I, for Synology, I, I can spend ha over half a million dollars in a day. Easy. If I have the funding, that's easy to do. And to have the impact, because CES is expensive. You could say, mm -hmm. oh, we want a booth at CES, but mm -hmm. you have to have the money to buy a booth. It, it, it's a crazy, if no one knows what CES is, it's the Consumer Electronics Show. It happens every year in Vegas. It also happens outside of this country, but most people only know about the one that's-, mm -hmm. that's Yeah, I think one of, yeah, so uh, this is gonna be short. I think one of the things that we probably need to quickly do is identify, uh, you know, what currently is, uh, you know, in existence. We really don't wanna reinvent the wheel. As much, in as much as we want to be independent, we also want to take advantage of some of the work that our brothers are doing. So we, one of the things that we need to start thinking about, I, well, I need to start thinking about is, you know, how to invest, how to research into some of these names that you're calling, how to be able to identify which ones think that some groups are too black and which ones are more liberal and stuff like that. So you said CES, South by Southwest, NABJs. We don't want to reinvent the wheel and we also don't want to uh, approach the wrong group for the for education is key right it is and i think uh like you say ex exchanging and sharing information along that level and also looking to elevate it to uh getting on the continent itself to exchange this information with our brothers and sisters who may already have platforms in place on the continent itself so as we are looking to develop a uh, electronic or uh, it platform uh, that could be able to host a, 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 a wide variety of telecommunication uh, uh, skill sets, uh, ranging from video to doing television shows, you name it, uh, even in getting into the uh, IT side of it, where the actual network itself could actually broadcast similar to how Google is set up uh, to, to take advantage of information exchange to a platform like that. Uh, but not reinventing the wheel itself, but just taking what we see that's already in place and being able to modify that to be able to make that work for the benefit of African people. And that's kind of what the Chinese have been great at doing. Uh, the Chinese were not always in the position that they, uh, that they are in now. And one of the concepts that they utilized was to uh, bring in uh, outside technology and uh, kind of break that down and see how it operates themselves and then kind of, uh, and, then, and then morph it to be able to be of use to them. So they're no longer, it's almost like uh, if, if you want to build a car yourself, you know, you, you bring in your competition's car, you break it down, you see what it consists of, the components and the, all, everything that exists, and then, uh, and then you re-put re it back together and, and say, put your spin on it, and then you call it yours. And uh, I think that's the uh, the direction that we're trying to lean towards with all of this uh, telecommunications infrastructure part. And uh, uh, yeah, so the vital thing was the education piece and also getting our brothers, getting connected with our brothers and sisters on the continent who are already doing this as well. 
Right. And very important, just real quick, for those who are doing it on the continent, I, I, I've, I've worked and represented Dr. Mumbe when she did her first tour here, and I know Watamaya. And the thing about, you know, those are the two biggest who out, out there doing what we're talking about on social justice, but Dr. Mumbe's house, you know, or, or place being raided, who is to protect these people? You know, protect them, and also you don't have to agree with everything that that they say, but the protection and the the real support, because every other African YouTuber is doing beauty or music. Um, I love the real estate guys. Towel does does real estate, and I love what he does. But we also have to tell our people we need more than beauty. You don't have to, you know beauty and music i don't care what you look like with blush personally i want you i want your curls and you know and i want you natural that's as, as me but um we have to support those few that are doing it because there's very few who are talking like this now african tigress she's also another one who you know she brings up these social issues but we, we just have to watch out for one another and support as much as we can. And sometimes that support is financial and sometimes it's in a skill or something that we have to offer, like old equipment. We have Douglas out in Uganda who just started bringing us content. He doesn't even have his own camera. And we need that because people won't watch unless it's at a certain caliber and YouTube won't push it up in the algorithm. But that brother did over, I think, 8,000 views in less than four or five hours and all he had was a friend's camera that he had to walk to during this quarantine time all the way in Uganda. So if people have equipment, I've sent equipment to Africa, it's a headache. It's, it's a headache because once you send it, then they have to, you know, in the many places, bribe someone to get it out. But we just have to say, who has an extra camera at home that they're not using? And, and, and well, help the next time you... You, next time you get ready to ship something, you got to look up Brother Eugene. That's my specialty right there, import-exporting. I've been doing it for over 30 years, and I'm a licensed freight forwarder. So, Brother Colin, we're very proud of you. And uh, you and Phil, you, you guys have been doing a great job over the last few years. And I'm going to yield the floor. I think Imani have a few more questions to ask you as well. Go ahead, Brother Imani. Yeah, so uh, real quick, uh, just before Brother Imani. Yeah, so yeah, so Nuff said, if you can leave your name, uh, uh, the comp name of your company and your contact uh, uh, for the for the international shipping in the message chat that would probably help, or we can share it. But Imani can share it to the rest of the team later on. But I wanted to quickly just uh, send a, a response to that other uh, that other question about you know some of us that are actually doing it out there. Uh, you know, uh, there, there's some of us that are actually going mainstream. Uh, we can't avoid that, right? That's just the, the nature of the world. We're, we're social beings by nature. So that definitely has to continue. We have to somehow find uh, a way to support and continue to support the way we're doing. But uh, but the, the, the threats that we're experiencing, the whole uh, caution, the whole control that we're trying to break away from, is, is uh, you know, this definitely speaks to why it's also important to have a very, very black group also. And that leads to my second question, which is... Uh, uh, so, you, uh, so yeah, this is actually to um, Brother Kellen, uh, Brother Coleman. So are you able, uh, so I guess I will be speaking, this probably will be going to the uh, African Diaspora uh, channel, which is, are you able to, you know, uh, channel, uh, you know, your followership also uh, into 
uh, a clandestine group? Are you able to speak about a clandestine group, a clandestine African group that is uh, starting to be developed? Uh, if you have the opportunity to know about this kind of a group, this kind of, let's say, there's a blockchain out there that is totally clandestine. Is it something that you would uh, you would be able to, uh, I guess, wager your uh, your your your, your, um, your content around talking about that kind of group, uh, encouraging people to support that kind of group, like a blockchain group? Because I know that there's there's actually a, a something happening right now in the world. We're trying to jump in, right? We're trying to jump in in the front. I, I heard the brother say about China the other time. China was very slow. I'm saying we jump in and taking the bat right there in the front because we got people that are actually advancing this course for other companies on the global scale. We know some of this, uh, but it's definitely going to be difficult. But the only way to go around it is just to copycat. We can't really start a hole. We can't reinvent the wheel. So uh, we're trying to jump in in the front. And I think there's been, a, there's been a blockchain technology recently developed that allows you to, for example, sell your products. So if a sister re releases, a, let's say, a music album, she can sell it on a blockchain without going through any market or anything. But the network in that blockchain will be the only ones that have access to that kind of resource. So that's, that's commerce right there. Commerce is possible in a blockchain environment. So, mm -hmm. so, so, so yeah, so we, are you able to channel your followership to start going in that direction, like say, yeah, join this group. This is a new group that's developing right now. It's actually on a blockchain, it's secure, it's not open to the world, it's really strict and all that, but it's African-based and all that. Are you able to speak on that? We, we could definitely highlight, um, we could definitely highlight that and how we speak on it is having that person come on. Maybe that person comes on once, maybe they find a lane where they're a, a contributor because you, there's only so much you can say about a blockchain. I'd love to have a link to that um, one in particular you're talking about, um, I've, you know, even with the crypto. Uh, when Akon said he was going to come out with crypto, I'm the one, um, I have a team member who wor was working with them. And I said, hey, give us info. And they wanted to come on and talk about it, not Akon himself. But I said, but where's the white paper so we can read and we can then tell our audience what this is? Because, you know, a lot of times we feel we gave money to a platform and personally we didn't benefit. So we say, oh, this was another scam. So we can definitely push that. And with the blockchain, there's so many different options that excite me with that. I'd love to be able to, you know, see more about, cause I've seen different ones. I know Dynasty Mir has had people talking about blockchains. There's been other black YouTubers that have talked about, you know, the blockchains and um the first black blockchain and i don't want to debate you know who was the first or if it's ever happened but we definitely would be open to that it's just how do we you know we can put it out if to me if the masses don't watch it that's not a problem because one person has to watch it that can change something but for my influencers they're taking their time out so i need to know what this is and that's why i have behind me this podcast is because i have them on as a guest on my show first so i can figure out which influencer this is going to be best for it's a vetting process that i have so i don't have to talk to you know, plus I used to do radio and, and I, I don't mind talking. I actually probably don't, don't, you know, I probably yeah. don't. So, yeah, I don't know. 
No, I get you. I get you. I really appreciate your response on that. I really got uh, all that I wanted to get from that. I okay. really appreciate. And 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 yeah. So so definitely, right now we're definitely still thinking about something as influential as the the the, the Satoshi Nakamoto model. But uh, yeah, we can definitely find a way to put a face on that so it's not as uh, secretive uh, because people really want to know what they're getting into. So I, I see I see your point on that, and we'll work on that. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, yeah. brother Collins. You know, I think. Uh, with your the current platform that you have, uh, also to I would say you know probably be a good thing is to maybe advertise. Uh, I know we have a lot of brothers and sisters out here that have uh, black business uh, that they would like to advertise on the network. So that's something that you know, maybe you and Phil can to kind of discuss. And if the price is kept to uh, you know I would say a certain you know affordable pricing where they can advertise on slot time. Uh, that's definitely a good way to raise money for the platform. So, um, yeah, advertisement on you, and this is another reason why to answer what this whole thing is about is why we need our own because advertisement on YouTube can be can be tricky. Um, and and why is it so expensive? Because you know YouTube does that deliberately. There are we've had it where I ran a special one time, a hundred dollar special. I had maybe two, three people sign up. But when the going rate, which is, you know, for a platform is no less than 1500, we've done it for cheaper, but advertisement is something we can work out because if it's not on the YouTube platform, it could be on other platforms that were, you know, whether it be the Facebooks, Facebook is a lot more, lenient the way we we can do things uh instagram we we do instagram posts but I, I just throw this out here so people know when you reach out to influencers you know there are influencers and the african diaspora is not one of them but there are influencers that for every post they get if they get a hundred thousand views regularly that that's twenty five hundred dollars so that they need to replace that income because if they get caught not declaring that income, they could have their channel striked or taken down. So they're always thinking about how can advertising be different? I would love for us to be fully funded so we don't we could have more advertisers come on because we know we have to run you know those advertisements over and over again. It can't just be a one-off. But they, I'll tell you this, the Chinese companies that call to have the women do the hair, those people will sign up they will sign up for hair every week if you allow them because they're making their money back on hair, which says a lot about us, you know, that we're buying the hair as soon as we see our favorite influencer talk about it. Um, and 2,500 is the start on something like that. So, um, you know, I, I'm open to take ideas. And if people say, hell, I just want to be on the website or I want to, be in the Patreon members only, which is about, like I say, 1,200 to no more than 1,500. Um, and that was during when YouTube, when we said we're not gonna air any more content because YouTube is taking the money down <laughs> and not paying any YouTuber, whether they're white, black, or in between. There, um, so I, I just throw that out there about advertising because I don't want people to send me stuff and say, oh, what are you talking about? I may not remember every single name on here. I have a good memory, but 
if I give you, hey, this is what the rate is, tell me what your budget is so I can find out a way that it can be most effective. Because I want you to come back again and again and again, because honestly, I need to be able to make my client money. And, you know, that's my job. Yeah, because I think uh, like that, yeah, just uh, being able to market and sell advertising, you know, 30 to 60 minute spot uh, advertisement for a business or a service that could definitely generate uh, a lot of money for the uh, uh, developing that network in the platform overall you know, long term. But that, that's just a small part of, uh, of you know, what, what I was thinking myself.